0: Hello friends, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable inviting you to stay tuned for this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus. Right here on the internet, on our website, wherever you are listening live or downloading this uh, Bible study today. I pray it will be a blessing to you. I know it will be a blessing to you. Because it's coming directly and distinctly from the Word of God. We're studying a great subject today. We're talking about running the race and winning the crown, winning the prize. And we've been talking about the crowns that uh, Paul had in view when he ran his race, when he fulfilled his calling, his Purpose on this earth and when he got done running amen he said surely there was a crown laid up for him and not him only but everyone that loves christ appearing everyone that loves jesus enough to be longing for him to return amen which should be every single child of god today we should be running this race with With the crown in view, just like Paul did, and I'm uh, reading about these crowns, these rewards for serving Christ faithfully. You know uh, there's a suffering part of our life in this world. Jesus promised and told us in this world, this fallen world, you shall have. Tribulation. The Greek word is thelpsis and it means anguish and pressure. And I've often told people I, I'm very biblical in my walk with God because I do uh, experience tribulation. And you know, it's through much tribulation that we enter into the kingdom of God. The enemy is going to fight you and fight me when we decide to come to Jesus, but he's not going to win. All of the minions of hell are not going to be able to stop one person. Amen. Because of the mighty Holy Spirit, not only does He draw us and convince us of our sin, convict us of our sin, but He is there uh, to assure us that no prison of darkness will be able to hold us if we decide that we want to receive Christ as our Savior. All of those Prison doors will come open. Those bars will melt. Praise God. Those bars will be broken. And everyone that wants to receive Christ. Decides to receive Jesus. Can be set free. Hallelujah. Well having said that. We've talked about several crowns. We've talked about the crown of life. And the crown of righteousness. Today we want to talk about the crown of of glory. I've been a pastor now for going on 45 years. We're working toward 45 years, a pastor slash evangelist. And this crown is a crown that I earnestly want to obtain. Listen to the writings here in, in the New Testament, First Peter chapter 5, verse 1 through 4. It said, the elders which are among you I exhort whom am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof not by constraint but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. Neither is being lords over God's heritage, but being in samples, which we would interpret examples, to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away." You know, Paul in his writings talked about receiving the the athletes uh, the at, in Greece when they they had those Grecian games and they would win the victor's wreath and they had such a devotion to that sport and to bring uh, the glory uh, to their who the team they represented or the personal glory of winning. And it said they developed all these disciplines, they do it for a corruptible crown. It's going to fade and wither away. But we do it for an incorruptible. And this is part of that eternal reward that we're going to receive for just being faithful to the Lord. And faithful within our respective calling. Hallelujah. When the chief shepherd shall appear, all of the under shepherds are going to be rewarded with a crown of glory that fadeth not away. And the Bible said in verse 2 here, to feed the flock of God, uh, which is among you. Feed the flock of God, and don't just do it uh, for filthy lucre. Don't... (laughs) Folks, there's... (laughs) Money is not bad, but the love of money, it's not money, it's the love of money that is the root of all evil. And it's not just money, but it's what it buys. It's it's the position that it gives us, the pride that it produces. I saw a a, a comical T-shirt one time. I I quit reading the news and started reading T-shirts. <laughs> not really, but I saw this T-shirt. I do read T-shirts, and it said it said, "Lord, help me to win the lotto, so I can prove to you that it won't." Change me. And, friend of mine, I want you to know that the riches can change people if we pursue riches for the sake of riches. And, friend of mine, I have seen many people corrupted when they became independent from God and dependent on their money, their riches, their power, whatever it is that takes us away from. Jesus as our source, and the the dependence that we should have on Him, amen, and the humility that we should maintain. Listen, it is so important today that we are not in this thing, we're not in the ministry to get rich, and we're not following Christ to get rich. There are wonderful followers of Christ that have become rich. But they are first and foremost followers of Jesus Christ. And the Bible said, go now, you rich men, go and weep and howl for your miseries that have come upon you. He talked about not not just being rich, but those rich people like the rich young ruler that fared sumptuously every day Jesus taught. And he said, what am I going to do? I'm going to, my barns are full and yet more is coming in. I'm going to tear down my barns and build new barns to hold more, uh, more grain and just get richer and richer and richer for the sake of being richer. And there was a beggar at his gate called Lazarus and he wouldn't give him a crumb from his table uh, and this man had sores on his body and moreover the dogs came and licked his sores and that an incredible that an animal had more compassion than this very rich independent self selfish self serving man it, it it's all right to have money i want to say that because we need money and we need to be uh be in a situation of character where we can be entrusted with money without it changing us but we do not need to follow the world's value system that such puts such a premium on the material and the temporal instead of the spiritual and eternal we should have an eternal crown in view not the 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 instant gratification of our flesh when when we are given wealth in some some area friend of mine i i do not want to lose sight of this crown of glory. Every minister of the gospel, every Christian leader that's part of of feeding the flock of God, Sunday school teachers, all of those who feed the flock of God. Friend of mine, there's a crown of glory that fadeth not away, and Christ will personally honor faithful servants (laughs) hallelujah remember last week when we talked about wanting to hear jesus say well done thou good and faithful servant hallelujah enter you in to the joy of the lord his honor is our glory and the scripture said we should do whatever we do to the glory of god This scripture says to feed the flock of God. And the scripture says in the Old Covenant, I will give you pastors, Jeremiah 3.15, I will give you shepherds after my own heart, and they will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Oh, the Bible said in the book of Acts, take heed that you feed the flock of God over whom the Holy Ghost has made you overseers hallelujah praise god every time i stand behind a pulpit open up the bible amen and begin to preach and teach the word of god every time i sit down at this desk and and begin to teach the word of god to those who will come and and open their 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 hearts and open their minds to receive it i am feeding the flock of God. And I'm feeding the flock of God with that spiritual food. (laughs) Amen. That is the Word of God. That is that true bread. Jesus is that true bread that comes down out of heaven. Hallelujah. And He is the true living water today. Praise God. Amen. And if you are hungry for righteousness, the Word of God is taught to instruct us in righteousness. And the Bible said, Blessed are they that are hungry for righteousness, for they shall be filled. I've often said, I don't want victory just for my sake. I want victory to bring glory to my King. Hallelujah. Jesus was mocked and he wore a crown of thorns to the cross. But now Jesus wears a crown of glory. It says in Hebrews 2 verse 9 and 10, listen, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. You see, if Jesus wasn't made like you and like me, he could not have died on the cross. If he wasn't incarnate, if he didn't take on flesh like you and me, very God and yet very man, he could not have died. On the cross, they could not put someone with a celestial body or an angelic body on the cross because he couldn't die. Jesus had to become like one of us in terms of his physical being that he might die in our place, suffer and die on the cross That's why the Bible says here in Hebrews, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Oh, friend, Jesus said of, of his relationship with his father, being one with his father, he said this. He said in the volume of the book, it is written, I came to do thy will O oh God, the works I do are not mine, but what I see my Father do, and the words I speak are not mine, but what I hear my Father say. Dear friend of mine, Jesus suffered many things, but above all the things that he suffered, he suffered the shame of the cross and the physical pain. Of the cross, but what he spoke about, what he dreaded more than what we would probably dread, which is the nails and and the beating before going to the cross, is the shame. The Bible said, "For the joy, that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame." Amen. For the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross, despising the shame. You see, he that knew no sin was going to be treated like what the worst of sinners, all of the sins of mankind were going to be laid on him and judged in him and punished in him so that we could be forgiven so that we could be made righteous. Oh, but Jesus had a crown in view. Hallelujah. This crown of glory and Jesus had a bride in view. Amen. Because he knew what he was doing would bring many sons unto glory. Hallelujah, because he's the first mo- firstborn among many brethren. Hallelujah. And he is called here the captain of our salvation. And his perfect sacrifice through his suffering, his death, his broken body, his shed blood on the cross. Amen. He was made perfect through sufferings. Oh, friend, but God has highly exalted him. You know, the Bible said, though, he thought it not robbery to be called equal with God. Amen. He humbled himself and took on himself the form of a servant and was obedient even unto the death of the cross. Hallelujah. Therefore, God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name which is named, of things in heaven and earth and beneath the earth, that at the sound of his name every knee should bow and confess that he is Lord to the glory of God. He was called Jesus, Yeshua, a derivative of the Old Testament, Joshua, which means salvation, a Savior, a Deliverer. Oh, but He is Lord. In fact, He's King of kings and Lord of lords. That's how high God has exalted Him. Praise God. And in Revelation 19 concerning Jesus, it says in verse 12, And on His head were many crowns glory be to God if we endure the hard stuff and faithfully serve him we will bring honor to his name and he will reward us with the crown of glory his honor for honoring him hallelujah and the bible said that it is a crown that fadeth not away The temporary glory that is received from a a sports star, uh, a a boxing champion, whatever, the, the temporary glory, even the riches along with the fame, it's all going to pass away. It fadeth away. But the crown and the reward that God is going to reward us with for faithfulness is never going to fade away. Oh, I want to receive this crown. I have been discouraged so many times. I have wanted to just get out of that pressure cooker, that crucible of pressure that ministry brings uh, because the enemy absolutely would love to take out every God-appointed, God-anointed minister of the gospel. If he can't just destroy us, if he can't destroy our marriage, destroy our home, destroy our testimony, he wants to discourage us. Now, I'm not talking about taking a sabbatical. I'm not talking about uh when it's time to retire. I'm talking about stopping before we have finished our course that we might receive this crown. Hallelujah! Praise God. If we endure the hard stuff, and believe me, there's a lot of hard stuff. We're in fact told to endure hardness, all of us as Christians endure hardness. As a good soldier of Jesus Christ, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, for no man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he might be a good soldier to him that called him, and friend of mine, we used to sing the great camp. Meeting song I'm on the firing line for my Lord. <laughs> hallelujah. I lost my flag in battle my uh, my staff is in my hand we We are embattled. there's no doubt about it. The enemy fights tooth and toenail, and he's not going to back off if we're expecting that we're looking for the wrong thing, but God isn't going to back off either, and his grace is sufficient for every one of us in ministry today and every one of us that is in any capacity serving in a way that actually begins to feed the flock of God. Hallelujah. And if we endure and we are faithful, God is going to see to it that we are honored for honoring him. This crown of glory is honor for honoring him hallelujah praise god this is a crown that is worth running full out for i'm involved with a a ministry i have been meeting with four three other pastors four of us to pray for one another to encourage one another, uh, to to just develop a trusting friendship relationship. You know, the Bible said we're to confess our faults to one another and not judge each other when we hear of someone's struggle or someone's weakness or someone's temptations that they're going through or discouragements, but we are to pray for one another that we might be healed, that the body of Christ, we as the body of Christ, may not have parts that are sick, and parts that are weak unto death, but we as a body are being made stronger and stronger, going from faith to faith, and glory to glory. Amen. And and, And the statistics of pastors, since I have been affiliated with this organization and fellowship of ministers to to encourage pastors to get together, encourage one another, and pray for one another, are staggering. The statistics take me back. 1,700 a few months ago, I think it's up to 1,900 Ministers will leave the pulpit this month in every 30 days in America. This is not a worldwide or global statistic. This is in America. This is staggering. It adds up to close to 20,000 a year uh, that are going to walk away. Uh, because of many different things uh the pressure the 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 marriage is is under duress uh the minister is is under stress and duress and friend of mine, I looked at a book the other day and it had a title a few years ago. I say the other day, the years are kind of like other days when you're over seventy years old, like I am, but I looked at a at a at a book. And the title took me back because it said, Pastors, and Endangered Species. Oh, friend of mine, I want to be a pastor slash evangelist that receives the crown of glory. <laughs> I want so bad to hear Jesus say, well done. In light of the calling that he's placed upon me, thou good And faithful servant. Hallelujah. And I believe that Jesus. Had this crown in view. When he went to the cross. As well as you and me. He saw all the souls that would be swept into the kingdom of God. And he saw the reward. Amen. That was awaiting him. The glory that he would receive that fadeth not away. Hallelujah. Praise God. At this stage of my life, looking back on a lifetime. Of ministry, I don't see uh, a big uh something that I have built that I can point to and say, "There's my legacy." There's a there's a mega church. Here's a <laughs> you know here's a here's this thing and that thing that I accomplished. There's there's when, when I pass, the crown has to be in view. I I know that there are many people in the kingdom of God today. Because I was faithful to my calling. That's the evangelist part of this ministry. And I know there are others that have been fed on the word under this ministry that have went out and touched others. And and what I've invested in them in being faithful to my calling, they have invested in others. And I believe I'm going to meet people in heaven that have come to Christ because of this investment of my own life, amen, uh, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm so glad that God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love in that you minister to the saints and do minister. You see, God says this crown is waiting for you. Hallelujah. And it's a crown that fadeth not away hallelujah now, i'm speaking to somebody today that's discouraged and you feel isolated and you feel alone <laughs> and you know i've been called a lot of things but i've never been called an angel <laughs> i've been called i'm not even gonna go there amen there's persecutions that come with this calling but listen listen to what the scripture said the, the scripture said in the book of revelation that that to the angel of the church as it begins, of Sardis and Laodicea and, and Pergamos and Pergamum and, and and Philadelphia, to the seven churches of Asia, begins with, to the angel of the church. Each letter was written to the angel of the church. Now, I do believe there are heavenly beings that are assigned to help us and aid us uh, all along the way, ministerially and personally, But this angel wasn't a celestial being. The word in the Greek is just messenger. And who is the messenger uh, to that church to bring God's truth and God's word? It's that minister that stands behind that pulpit, faithfully delivering God's word to God's people hallelujah amen and, and and he and he he is personally supporting every minister of the gospel because he said he held the 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 seven stars in his hand this is personal upholding and supporting of those in ministry Praise God. Speaking of those messengers that he has placed in charge, whom the Holy Ghost has appointed and anointed to feed the flock of God. Oh, friend of mine, I am so glad for the mighty Holy Spirit. And I'm glad for the word that encourages me to be faithful. That's what I'm going to be rewarded for. It's not what I've accomplished uh, in the sense of look at that, look at this. Because looking back, there's not going to be no big thing as a memorial to all of my life invested in ministry. The big thing is going to be the souls that have been brought into the kingdom of God. Not just personally that I've led to Christ and baptized in water. Oh, no. But through all those That the word of God has been invested in who have went out and invested in others who have went out and invested in others. And the crown is just going to be for being faithful to God. Hallelujah now there will come a time when it's time for me to retire from uh, particular parts of ministry for many different reasons but right at this point in my life I feel a fire shut up in my bones and if you are God called that same fire is shut up in your bones you you may be uh, in a in in a dungeon of discouragement and despair uh, but I believe that the fire uh, still is shut up in your bones because the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Praise God and friend of mine today. God didn't make a mistake when He called me. And God didn't make a mistake when He called you. And I believe that He is going to raise up a mighty army that is going to swiftly take the Word of God to our generation And I want to be one of those foot soldiers (laughs) in that army. Praise God. How about you today? Amen. It's time to run with patience the race that is set before us. Because Jesus, my friend, is coming very, very soon. And today, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you can run this race with us. You can repent of your sin and receive Christ right where you are in this holy moment. And I pray that you will do that. I pray that you will do that. And if you're discouraged today, I pray that God will grant unto you a Holy Ghost second wind and that we can run to the end of our course full out for the crown of glory and to bring glory to our King. And come back next week, would you? And let's talk about Jesus.